which I then lost in our laundry studio. That's right, I was on the spin cycle and it just didn't work out. But that doesn't mean I don't fix these things in the edit. And we've got a cracking guest, don't we, Dorok Jai Singer? Now, who, who is it? No, we've seen, we've d- seen, d- we've seen, we've seen his title on the podcast already. So you know who it is, but you would have seen him on the Kidney Show or the Atomic Thrusting video that I've watched so many times. But I will forever remember him as my first on-stage man-on-man pash. Please welcome Oliver Clark! Thank you very much, gentlemen. Thank you. What a treat. No, really, the first on-stage pash. I remember that being quite wet, too. Yeah. No, that's the second one. I feel feel like we had a first one. Maybe we need some context. Do we need it? I was going to say. The second one, I think the first one was when you used to do a bit singing Elvis Presley and you would invite someone from the, saying, you know, it's, you give the setup. Yeah, the setup. yeah, yeah. Well, essentially, it's uh, Elvis, Elvis Doco where he's singing Love Me Tender and women are coming to the, the front of the stage and he starts making out with them. So I thought, oh, I'd like to pay homage to Elvis and recreate that same scene from yeah. that documentary. But I'm going to have to ask the ladies to obviously come to me and, you know, anyway. And then no ladies come, so I asked gentlemen to come and that's yeah. when you came up. I think so. I think, yes. I think I'd seen it a few times and then I just took the opportunity. But the second time the wind, when it was wet was this weird gig that we were doing really fun, um, like super lineup, awesome, awesome uh, show, but just mm-hmm. not a not a very receptive audience. Right. And uh, and right. uh, you were hosting, and I was on first, and just you know, you were doing some of my favorite favorite bits, and just they were very audience wasn't happy. liking it. They weren't. They weren't. <laughs> so then I just walked so, yeah, on because no, I I was hosting. I think you yeah, already said that. Yeah, and I was on first, and just I was just like. <laughs> I was like, please welcome Dural Jaising and I was like, you know, where the crowd and then I just walked up to you and shook your hand but then just moved in for a kiss. That's and, right. And yeah. you just went with it. We just made out and then I just continued like there was <laughs> nothing happened. Nothing. That, that was that was really fun for me to just keep going. Like so anyway, friendship is magic. And yeah. <laughs> you know, the so last the- time I did that bit, there was a woman in the crowd, um and Explain the bit, explain the bit, explain the bit. The Elvis, what he just said. Well, this is the Elvis bit, right? So this is where I ask a lady to come and kiss me as I'm singing Love Me Tender. And she goes, I'll do it! Like, literally, just before I'd even started playing. <laughs> Classic Bev Killick. And she, was, <laughs> and she was at the back of the stage, or at the back of the room. So it took her like half a minute to come down. But obviously the anticipation's building as she's getting closer. She gets on there and we literally start uh, making out for like over a minute. It got... Super awkward in the crowd. She was just getting right into it. So I went, I may as well just milk it uh, as long as I can. Uh, (laughs) And the crowd just loving it, obviously. They were loving it, yeah. So it was was too funny. But that was the last one I did. But she she gave me a number at the end as well. Really? Yeah. 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 Hey, look, women in their 60s, they are are keen. (laughs) They are keen. But those lips are still soft. <laughs> I do. This is how ageist I am. When you say woman in 60s, I'm just picturing someone on the other end with one of those phones that you have to dial round. The rotor- round a like rotary phone. Rotary yeah. phone. <laughs> um, no, but ben, we are. Hey, but if we, let's be honest, we are dealing with two of this, the two smooth talkers in the comedy scene. Yeah, you guys, you're single, you're free. You guys can uh, work a room. Then? Better than anyone else yeah. I know. Ugh. Well, single. you know, I, I guess I haven't told you, Ben, but I am actually not single at the moment. So. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. <laughs> yes. No, I, I think I did tell you. But I, I get that you might think that because it had been a long time. It, it had, had, it been, had been a long time, you know. And it, yeah. Because there was this Last, hilarious... Because yeah. I've been thinking about you because I have recently turned 40 and yeah. I was thinking of... Uh, or, and, you know, I've kept it quite quiet. haven't really posted on social media. Yeah, uh, I Dil- didn't know. I had no, no idea. So, no, so not many people know. Dilruk, of course, knew and he, yeah. um, and we'll talk about it later. It was very generous with a gift recently. And uh, anyway, Ooh. don't want to talk about it because it's too lovely and I'm saving it for the big build. But... I was thinking about you turning 40 because you're one of my mates who were turning 41st. Yes. uh, And I remember leading up to it because you were a bit unsure about it, Uh right? 
and you're a bit unsure about it. And oh, yeah. The reason, <laughs> I know what you're going to say. The reason being is, I was like, oh, what is it like? like it must be okay. And you're like, no, you don't understand. You don't understand. And we're at mate's place. I was like, he goes, it changes. Because on Tinder, when people see the 4-0, it's not a good thing. <laughs> well, I think... The the fallout from that because I was I was kind of going I wonder what will happen if there will be a big change from people because I think in the search bar you know you stretch sort of how how far you want to your age bracket right who you're searching for what's your age bracket well no I felt like well mine was pretty pretty large anywhere from like I guess twenty two twenty three to to fifty twenty five. I think mine's I think mine's twenty four to forty four. Right, yeah, mine was probably more more like forty four. And the and the kilometer radius is like hundred and twenty. Yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, I'll tell you what, no, no, I don't no, no. I don't believe either of you. But yeah. let's continue. <laughs> yeah. No, we, that's saying that the we're casting the net wide as possible yes. so that you can see. Why would you that's believe what it is. that? But but see that's I think that's from a from a man's perspective I guess it, I I was going I doubt women are edging over to that forty mark they might go to thirty nine but not edge to the forty mark if that's sort yeah, of what yeah. but it turns out that's not the case so, <laughs> <laughs> so there's I, hope for me yet I still have five years you know plus to yeah. enjoy being single well you know because I mean everyone's every there's all sorts of people so I think you know there there are a lot of women there who were very much just looking for an older person because they didn't want young dickheads. Like, that's what yeah, they were telling yeah, me. They're yeah, just like, yeah. I just like an older person because I'm sick of hanging out with these young kids that are just uninteresting and just, like, too boring, you know? Yeah. Well, I think I matured emotionally very late, or rather, um, if I look at a lot of my friends who, if I'm uni, the same age, who are women, they were always like, I'd argue with them, and then four years later, I'd apologize, going, no, no, you were right back then. You know what I mean? <laughs> I, like, emotionally, I was always behind. So uh, I find that, uh, but but then I recently I realized I really enjoy the company of uh, someone who is in their 40s because no. they've got their shit together. Like, that's oh, a man. very attractive quality to be with someone who knows what yes, they want in life. I, I feel like there's, there, it, it, that women in their 40s, of course, they've got their shit together. Like, I just feel like... Like I, because I'm in, I, I say it for real. Because I'm in Brunswick, I'm in the hot part of. There are forty year old dads walking around with twenty five year old women who are at uni doing Pilates. It is, it is the perfect mix of just two groups of people who shouldn't be hanging out together. And it just cracks me up because then you look online, and quite often it is, it's like a late guy in his thirties having a crack at a girl in her mid twenties. It's like it's the same thing. Yeah, here's I think. Okay, so if if you get to my whole philosophy was girls sort of, I don't know, from I guess like 28 to like 35, maybe older. If they haven't had kids yet, that's the time where they go, oh, okay, well, this is kind of the time you should be thinking about having kids. Whereas I noticed people from like the early to mid 20s, they didn't even factor that in yet. So they were just focused on having fun. And that's all I was focused on. So that was a good demographic for me. Yeah. <laughs> but then I would say the flip side for me is the 40 year olds that I was dating. <laughs> The 40-year-olds that I've dated, for me, uh, didn't want kids and knew right. that, you know, yes. and they were excited about, you know, yeah. my lifestyle <laughs> and how that would fit in. Absolutely, yeah. So there's that and, flip side yeah. as well. And yeah. I think the key was just being honest from the get-go. Oh, man, absolutely. That's, that's, that's what I was doing, too. There was no pretense about it. Like, yeah, it's, it's pretty gross when you see people just, just well, work, working <laughs> it like that. And then you have people like me on the sideline living vicariously through you going, okay, okay, yes. okay, okay, tell us, tell us, tell us <laughs> yeah. what happened next. Tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us, tell us. It, tell is, us. it is genuine to bring it back, circle back to the, the theme of the podcast. Uh, like you've been someone who has been good Nick in general, hmm. but I would say in the last, say, five years or so, you're probably in better Nick than when we first met 10 Absolutely. years ago. Absolutely, yeah, without a doubt. Um, and it seems, I almost feel like it's a cliched thing as well. Like you get people, dudes in there, at 35 and upwards, that's when they start going, oh, stop drinking and get fit. You know, so it's it a cliche? Seems, really? I, I, in my head, it seemed like a cliche. Okay. What age? What age? What age? I reckon about 35 up. You know? Yeah, I reckon you're right. I reckon that is, is especially if it's like people who, who um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, I reckon it's definitely a cliche. It's definitely I think it's maybe- due, to, due, to, due to the fact that maybe the people's definitely in, the, in sort of like, let's say, uh, the workforce who go to an office job, 
they may have put on a few kilos just because they're sitting on their ass all day. And right. once you hit your mid thirties, like, oh, this middle middle spread's coming through thick and fast now because your hormones have changed a bit and right. it's all starting to come through. Right, so right, therefore, right. they make a change and just get fit and whatever. So I kind of go, oh, it's not that. But I've always kind of done exercise for for mental clarity more than anything. What and are your then... go-to exercise uh, choices? Straight to that. Okay, so I like lifting weights primarily. Oh. But really? for, for mental clarity and just kind of mental health, running just doesn't Yeah, yeah, so. right. You are and a good runner. I've, I've, oh, I've heard this. I've thank heard you. this. Thank you. You, uh, you, can, you can push a 5K. What's your time on a 5K? Um, I couldn't tell you, to be honest. But I know I do like four and a half minute Ks, whatever. Yeah, that's, good. Well, that's fucking great. That's what, yeah, 22 but, minutes or so. Yeah. But, what's, uh, but even with the gym, like, so now to Ooh. bring it back to what's happening in yeah. the stage four pandemic that we're in in, um, yeah. in Victoria, uh, how you found that uh, not having you know access what? to weights as much? You'd, you'd think that's how it is. But before I quit my gym and decided to just get buy some free weights to do at home. Oh, so legit. I've had it all here. It's all here. Yeah, it, I even right. just got a weight rack, just like two stands to put a weight rack on. Because I was doing this dodgy thing where I was doing like an incline chest press. So I had the, the, the chair with the incline, yeah. but I had no weight rack to put it on it. So I'd literally have to stand up. Do like a press up, get it above my head, lie back then, down, yeah. and then sit down and lie down. So I'm using oh. my core and everything, but I'm getting a bit heavy now where it's hard to do that. And I think if I, if something in my back twinges, I'm fucked. Yeah, you yeah, know? you're fucked. So, so I think I put it on the on the rack and, and unless now you I'm curl up, unless you curl up the knees. If you curl up the knees, then you roll yeah. back down. Yeah, true. Then you can avoid doing that the uh, the back thing. Yeah. I know when I'm pumping weights, oh, hang on. No, I don't have weights. <laughs> I'm using bags of rice and bands and all that shit. I wish bands I had are good. Bands are good. Are they? No, yeah. no, no. I find, I find bar- yeah. bands that part for the fact that the resistance only comes towards the end of the movement, as opposed to, say, a, if you took it a dumbbell curl, when you're holding a dumbbell, it's the resistance is from the time you, you know, lift it till you bring it up. Whereas with mm. bands... It only starts to get really tight at the closer. Well, I think that's why you need, you have to, to, go you sli- need... You have to go slow back as well. Yeah, so, so slow oh, down. Okay. So yeah. it's, all, it's all about going hard and then slow back so you get the workout. But I, I was a big yeah. fan of bands till, till yesterday when I was mm-hmm. doing chest, but I've got it <laughs> tied around a pole and then oh, it fuck. snapped and just gave me the biggest welt on my back. <laughs> like it's still so painful. And the kids could hear me screaming from the front of the house. And I was like, okay. oh. I was like, just, I need. I Wait, just so need what, part, what part of it snapped? What, what are we talking so, about? So, so, so say there's, so, uh, so, so there's a pole behind me. I just tie yeah. it around there. And then uh-huh. I use it like if I was, if I was to be flat yeah. and I was bench pressing with two yeah, 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 sure. bars in front of me. So I'm doing that with the bands, but there was like a little cut in the wood. And so, and I was going quite hard and it just snapped and it just like one yeah, side yeah. You on the back. Slap me on the back so But that hard. wouldn't be the first time you got slapped on the back when you're a pole. <laughs> yes. Yes, people. Here he is. I was wondering about those bands. What, what level do they start to break? Yeah. The only yeah. band I was able to get during when, when lockdown was happening and I was freaking out because everyone was panic buying gym equipment mm-hmm. uh, was one that's got 45 to 55 kilo weight. Like the, yeah, the range right. is 45 to 55. Uh-huh. So there's really nothing I can do with it because I can't lift that much. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just this yeah. thick back bland, that band that sometimes I can occasionally like do like a bench press equivalent where I'm lying yeah. down and push the band back but yeah. that's that's really it maybe a squat i don't know well, i think they're good i think you can you can come up with some really creative shit with them like well because with free weights uh ollie clark they're not cheap so what what nah. kind of, what, what's well the, okay so you... i bought them I, i've slowly bought them up but i got them yeah. from kmart just you know they're like two two bucks a kilo i guess is what you pay at kmart. and made in Bang- bangladesh oh jesus <laughs> two <laughs> bucks a kilo really that's pretty yeah, cheap pretty cheap so if you yeah, if you go to five kilo weight it's like 10 bucks or maybe oh, they're, no, they're up to 12 I, or something well the ones i was looking at, at rebel sport are like 80 bucks each or some shit yeah it's ridiculous yeah, but how but can i the what, prize at rebel yeah 
Yeah, Sports Mart Rebel, they're all pretty expensive. So, yeah, actually, I went to get a new, like, long bar, whatever they call it, just a barbell. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I have. He I got loves his of... gym, people. He's a big fan <laughs> of working out at the gym. He's a long, ba- long bar. A, I'm a long and bar. And a short bar. Hang on, are you doing <laughs> thinking about long bar, like, like an actual bar bar? <laughs> like, a bar bar. Like, yeah. 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 But, so you're the long bar. Very an... <laughs> but I got, like, the bendy bar at the moment, right? So I've had that. But it's really oh, the weird. bendy bar is good. Yeah, but it's like I don't really know where to put the grip sometimes. For the for the curls, right? That's for the for the bicep. And oh, explain what? to some people like maybe you mean you mean the the bendy bar with the grooves in the middle. Is that is that what I'm, is that what we're So it's a full like a meter and a half long bar yeah. and it's you put your weights on either side and in the middle bit there's like different it's like a wave form almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right? I'd, so so it allows you just to do, yeah, barbell curls, hold things in different positions, but sometimes it just feels unnatural. So I thought, yeah, I'll, I'll get a long, long straight bar. So I got this long straight bar and all the weights fit apart from the 10 kilo ones where the hole just isn't quite big enough. So Ooh. yeah, which it should. Anyway, it, it kind of annoyed me because I literally got that last week and I was like, oh, fuck. You know, we just yeah, go, yeah, damn yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so, now you've got to buy like an accessory that goes on top of the, the bar to kind of, you well, know, no, I have. To, I think I have to drill the hole oh, in the weight. Oh, the the weight yeah. has it. But then, but then the weight reduces once you've drilled the hole. That's right. You just exactly. have to wait for it to dilate a bit more. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just yeah, just slowly, slowly tease it, <laughs> and then go all the way. And then your house, <laughs> and then your housemate comes in and goes, "What are you doing?" <laughs> yeah, like you've never seen this before. Uh, ben, well, Ollie's housemate is one of uh, Fitbit's favorite guests we've had on, Sam Peterson. Ooh, yes, yes. On. exactly. Um, but I want to talk about this, Ollie Clark, uh, in terms of food and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would know the first part of this story, which is that you're, Ollie, the person who first introduced me to the concept of poaching salmon uh, mm. as opposed to using oil. Yes. What you don't know is that <laughs> knowledge, that lesson, potentially cost Ben Lomas $1,000. <gasps> Whoa! Okay, I'm keen. What's the story? Give it to me. So basically, you taught you you tell the people what the simple technique. For- yeah. So I mean, I thought, well, what's one way I can get rid of fat a bit while cooking cooking the salmon? This is when I was eating salmon, by the way. I'm not eating that anymore. Why, why not? You, what, well, I'm I, I'm doing the vegan thing. So I've been doing that for it's been a good full year since I haven't had any meat. Oh, but, oh but what be- was that? We'll have to come back to that. That's a whole Yeah, so let's, 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 let's tag Back in the salmon days. So, so back in the salmon days. So I went, let's reduce fat intake. Let's poach the salmon instead. So you poach it on both sides, only putting probably, I guess, a centimetre, maybe a bit more of water in the pan. Um, so that way, by the time you got to the second side, the water's reduced, and then some of the oil has come out of the fish. And when the water's completely reduced, the oil is on the pan, and that then fries the salmon. So you're using the salmon's own oil to fry itself rather than putting more oil in there to yeah. create more calories. Yeah. I thought it was genius. It is bloody genius. And it's, it's actually kind of delicious as well because it's yeah. not, when it then goes onto the plate, it's not that, you know, mm. the drippy, greasy yeah. piece of salmon you can sometimes get. It's this really yeah. fresh feeling. And the reason it costs It's a really that fresh money, feeling. It's a very fresh <laughs> feeling. And it feels like you're in the Atlantic. Yeah. Uh, and uh, in, when Ben and I were doing our bet in the lead up to, to our big weight or what looked like was going to be one of us winning, right. uh, I had such a crash diet and my diet was exclusively poached salmon or boiled chicken. Those uh-huh. were the only variety. Broccoli and sauerkraut. And, and, wow. And because I came in with such a huge weight loss, I got the thousand bucks off him. <laughs> so I, came, I came under 100 as well, but we had a five kilo buffer. But, um, right. Yeah, he won the thousand bucks. Yeah, you still, brutal. okay, thousand bucks. And boy, oh. could I do with that cash now. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, so did you, so Ben, you didn't, you didn't hear about this salmon? No, um, no, because we, we, we were both ra- racing to the finish line, um, and yeah. uh, and then uh, Dill went absolutely crazy, uh, and then mm-hmm. uh, was able to lose ten kilos in. But we talked about yeah. the previous episode. I was just glad he didn't have a heart attack because if you lose a lot of weight very very quickly, yeah, right. Because what do they um, reckon is the safe amount? Don't they reckon like the safe amount is one like, kilo a month or two kilos a month or something? Yeah, you've got to do it real slow. And I thought about this because I'm trying to sort of just get rid of a few layers and really show a few abs. And that's the hard bit, right? Where you're hitting that point. But it's like... That's the well, hard bit. You've got to ex- you're talking to two ex-fatties here, mate. Two mate, ex-fatties. We, we, we can't even imagine getting to the point going, just got to shave a little bit more to just yeah. let those abs pop out. 
Yeah. Oh, I'm not saying a little bit. I'm saying it's probably a good 10 kilos. I've got to... Oh, nah, probably about five kilos. Well, the difference between, like, the amount of effort between, like, shredded visible abs and yeah. just being in good shape is yeah. so it's, much effort. It's so much effort. It's, for, it's, for, like, the for like a real centimeter level of, like, yeah. difference before it starts to really shred. And, you know, um, you see, like, you, I, I watch these docos and stuff about, like, there's literal... You know, dehydration and stuff before. Mm. Away, and also, you know. or you're one of those luckies who've got the genes. Like, if anyone's been watching Ninja yeah. Warrior, like half those guys are just yep. born with True. abs. Like, you know, yeah, and yeah. the ones but, who've got eight, oh god, yeah. come on. But here's here's something I heard as well, where I'm like, because I grew up a pretty chubby kid, and there's a point apparently where you stop creating fat cells, uh, and the exi- if you so let's say you're skinny your whole life until you hit your twenties and then you start getting fat. It's just those existing fat cells getting fatter. It's not creating more fat cells. Whereas yes. for someone like me, you had more to begin with. All of those start blowing up. So it's like I, I feel like yeah. it's harder. If you're big as a kid, it's harder to get down to that body weight because you've got more fat cells anyway. Scientifically right? uh, backed up by this, but I've yeah, definitely right. heard this multiple times, including mm. one of our previous guests, Jacques Barrett. But I think Ooh. he might have been in a camp camper van when he was saying this he's in, a post, <laughs> in a post-apocalyptic kind of situation so we're never quite sure with Jacques right, yes. is real. but it kind of makes it it's something to do with the fact that after you tell a certain age you, uh, so you don't well lose when, sorry under a certain age when you lose fat you lose those fat cells yeah. but after a certain point you don't lose the fat cells it just shrinks yeah, so they the shrink. potential yeah. for them to yeah. blow up again is, is you know higher and I guess there's was, still and there's still mass there if they're still there there's still yeah. mass there right That's so correct, and for a correct. lot of people like me like I was never never overweight I was skinny as I had abs it wasn't until I I hit 20 <laughs> and then from 20 to 25 discovered Did that I had a lot been? of are you for mate, real yeah but I was yeah. it wasn't until right. I was 20 20 I was like I was skinny I was fit <sighs> I, it was just like, man, 20... Wait, so just... are you like the, the example I was saying before of the cliched man that gets gets a, a spread going in the late 20s, early 30s and then realises they need to lose weight? Absolutely. But then it was yeah. this that thing where it would just pile on, pile on. But I was, you know, and we've talked about it as well, it's like, you know, you know, I was body dysmorphia the other way. Like, I'd be stacking it on. I'd look at the mirror and go, oh, what an Adonis. <laughs> what an Adonis. There's nothing wrong here. Nothing. Even though I had to a be bad honest, back, bad shoulder, I just... Yeah. Oh, fuck. Yeah, right. Did you... Yeah, that's a good point, actually. With weight gain, did you find heaps of injuries coming about so as a result? So many. Yeah, so right. many. Because it was all, mm. it was all back-related as well. Because I stuffed my back up. When I my one of my first jobs after high school was uh, being a garbo and doing the recycling right. one, and so that's uh-huh. when they used to have the black tubs, and you'd have mm-hmm. to lift up 30, 40 kilos and then throw yeah. them into the back of yeah. the thing, and you do this for seven hours, and then I think after like a month of that, I did my back, and so every time I put on weight, from then on, I would just stuff ah. my back up over and over again. So, Damn. Far out. That's brutal. Yeah. So, I mean, like, I've, injuries-wise, it's, like, weight-related. That's why when I see someone like you, like, do you have any injuries? This is the thing. I've got one shoulder injury at the moment from serving, which has been there for a while. But I had the same injury on this other shoulder probably the year before. I got a cortisone injection into it, which didn't seem to help. But it wasn't until I injured it again and then it got better. It's almost like the body went, oh, it's injured again. We'll just send whatever good stuff to it. Um, yeah. But no. The cortisone was like held at the border. And it's yeah, like, we're maybe. not letting you in. We don't need you here. And then suddenly it happens like, oh, come on in. Come uh, on in. It, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but no, That's no real interest. I, I just I literally, not to brag or anything, but I feel like, I don't know. I, I don't feel any different from 20s. That's yeah. which is a good thing. And this is why I, lo- I, this is why I like this. Because I feel like I feel like this at the moment as well like you're 40 but you don't feel 40 no but then i my dad when he turned 70 i go how do you feel he goes he goes it's fucking scary it's like i don't feel he goes i feel like i'm in my 40s or whatever but my body tells me and looks like it's in its 70s i'm like yeah right so i think this is just a perpetual thing you you, mentally you just stay young or you, you you see yourself wherever you had the best time of your life or something but your body just keeps going, keeps aging. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah, wow. I, yeah, I totally... I mean, I, it's inevitable, like, the deterioration that happens, but there's only... We, everything is just a delay. Like, all yeah. we're doing with exercise and diet is mm. staving off the eventual decay that just True. is inevitable. 
But I have True. a question for you both. Do you reckon it is, is I think for me it has, but has it changed your uh, your appearance on how healthy you are and the injuries associated now with this virus taking over the world? Like, has you has yeah. your... Because for the first time ever, like, you know, I've talked about... I've quit smoking. Like, I yeah. like I don't even touch anymore. Uh, I, and I'm more health conscious on the proviso that I want my body to be in the best condition in case I get it. Oh, yeah. Well, smoking would be a given, right? It's yeah. a lung thing, so you just get rid of that shit. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just feel like the virus would just attack anyone that's susceptible, you know? Yeah. But I, I think you're increasing your chances of... Uh, 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 of getting through it better the more mm. you look after yourself, like with cigarettes, yeah. like not smoking and being fit. Mm. But there's just enough of examples of people who are perfectly he- healthy and young who've been, you know, who've died from it. So look, it's it's the thing about, you know, you can't, there's no guarantees with what, how the virus is going to affect you, but I think you give yourself a better shot mm. by introducing certain good habits into your system. Look, and for we're sure. saying... And, we're, and, we're, and now we're just assuming it's real. When we all know it's 5G, <laughs> it's not real. It's definitely 5G. It's yeah. definitely 5G. The, that's it's why something, I'm it's invented by, on my phone. It's invented by Waleed Ali. He's yeah. the one. Waleed Ali, he's on, he gave it to me when I worked at the project, you bastard. <laughs> no, 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 it doesn't exist. He just created and made it up. How um, is the crowd warming going like, up there? Uh, is that, uh, oh, wait a minute. You're not doing that anymore, are you? No, no, no thanks for bringing it up. Thanks for bringing yeah, it up. Yeah, sure really appreciate that there. Uh, yeah, no. Uh, is there a crowd at all? No, no. In Melbourne, no. in Queensland, supposedly there is. In Queensland, yeah. they, they're getting people to, to gigs. Here in Melbourne, uh, a crowd is, is, is three people, and that's illegal still. So, it is <laughs> especially after eight o'clock. Okay, so you are now a full time dad, which you probably were close to that anyway right no 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 i say i was and i ah. thought i was oh yeah preached yeah, right. from up here like i knew <laughs> yeah. what the fuck i was talking about and now i'm living it and i was talking a little bit of shit because now i actually generally understand the full front of uh, of uh, full-time parenting and it is it is hard it's fulfilling don't get me yeah. wrong i reckon i'd be a lot worse if i was stuck in my own head every day but uh, yeah, it, it, I, I never thought I'd be teaching Italian uh, or maths or diagraphs or all right. these things associated with literacy. So yeah, that, that's what Di- diagraph is that a proper word? No, I don't think it was. I just let it go though. No. Yeah, uh, a diagraph. I'm just worried. No, wait, wait, about, maybe wait, wait, that's wait. what they call it in Italian. Wait, yeah. wait. It's, <laughs> it's a diagraph. Is two letters that make one sound, like shh, for instance. So that's oh, what there we go. Yes. Oh, you know we've what? Been I was, schooled. I was looking yeah. for that word not long Alexa, ago. Alexa, what's a diagram? <laughs> it's 8.15 p.m. <laughs> it's 8.15 p.m. Great. Thanks, Alexa. <laughs> You've been wonderful. <laughs> so good. So good. Right. So. Uh, for context, we were talking about Alexa before we hit record. And those people think I've just lost my mind. Oh, yeah, man. I forget on what point we hit record. Actually, I was thinking about lunch and tempura struck a chord. I was like, I need to learn how to make that. That's a yeah. good batter. So the tempo, mate? Sorry, what were you saying? Oh, I thought, no, let's keep talking about tempura. What a great topic. <laughs> tempura is good. Bad. It's, just, it's, no. just a, it's, just, it's just hard to make. Like, you've got to put in a lot of effort. It's a lot of oil. Isn't it just batter, fried stuff? No, I thought it was like you put. Actually, I've got no idea. Ask Alexa. <laughs> Alexa, what's tempura? According to Wikipedia, tempura is a typical Japanese dish, usually consisting of seafood, meat, and vegetables that have been battered and deep fried. There you go. The that... dish was introduced by. All right, that's it. Thank you, Alexa. It Alexa. Didn't... Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, stop. Jesus. See, now that seems like it's annoying. No, and that sounds, for any neighbours, it sounds like you're having a domestic with yourself. <laughs> well, what do you think is happening every time I record a podcast and they can only hear my side of the conversation? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that is very, very good. Very, very good. Ignoring the temporary hey, so are you guys still working out, by the way? What's the deal? What's the, so there's no more bet. That's, that's can, been can, I do the, can I do the summary, Dill? Do you mind? Please. And I take it you have to do this summary every time. So it's, I assume what I've just asked has been asked by everybody. It's been asked oh, before. you're the only guest who's been interested only, in us. Only. 
I'm so, keen to know. Dill's gone super skinny, and I fucking stacked it back on. So that's pretty much what is that, that's pretty much how it sums sums it up. So uh, Dill Dill's gone hard, and he's uh-huh. you know in the in the low eighties. I popped Oof. up to hundred and twelve, so we were the same. Fuck. And then I went out back the other way. Now I've popped back down to hundred and eleven, so I've lost a right. kilo in in a week, yeah. which is Great good. But also, it's just for me. Uh, I could I could never get into a rhythm, and now I finally I have one at the moment with with the with the kids and getting forty five minutes mm. a day. I just there here. There's no time here. No time. So yeah. uh, I'm trying to incorporate it in my uh, daily practice, which is which has changed, and also any habits. But that's that's where we are because yeah. uh, uh, me uh, even running like I got too heavy to run again. Started hurting the ankles. I had to, had to pull. I, yeah. Really? I Really? I had to pull back on that. Like, I was running a lot in the first lockdown. That's a real catch-22 I never yeah. thought about. So now it's just like, I know that if I get back to 107, I'll be fine. I'll be running again. But when I got yeah. to, like, 112, like, then I'm like, nah, it's that little bit too heavy. So, But um, you can't under, you can't in, underestimate the walk, I've got to be honest. No, and Dill, mate. Dill's the king of walks. Like, he even right. with a bad back, like, walked at me. You know, what, what was your longest walk, Dill? You, yeah, you walked to my house a couple of days ago. Yeah, with the shoulder, you mean? Oh, yeah, because yeah, yeah. you got the shoulder. Well, my, my, my thing, Oli, is that I decided that even if I can't, this is, you know, that I can't do a run or a, a workout or whatever, I just still want to commit to something physical every day. Yes, great. So, for example, what Ben's referring to is like when I broke, when I had my back injury and I went from running 24 minute 5Ks, it was mm-hmm. taking me. Uh, the same time to walk one kilometer like that's how slow is moving yeah, but sure. i was just like i still have to show up like that was my thing is just showing up right and even if it has zero like very minimal effect on the calories mentally it kept me this this idea that i'm not going to the identity of being someone who chooses to exercise mm. i didn't want that to break yeah so that fair was enough. my thing so as long, even if it's a 10-minute workout, it, uh, sorry, like with meditation, for example, mm-hmm. if I don't have time to do 20 minutes, I'll still try and do five minutes. Right. Do you know what I mean? Like every yeah. day, commit. And by to, meditation, like, you're talking about wanking. Is that? Yeah, yeah, no, that's, yeah. Yes, sir. That, that, that is, that is a div. That's five minutes will be, yeah. oh my God. <laughs> is it every, a marath- is, that's a marathon. <laughs> yeah, that's five wanks. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, has that been, has it been every day? Have you wanked every day throughout lockdown? Wanked. Both of you. Are you talking about wanking still? Yeah. Oh, no, no, I haven't. Not every day. No. Okay. I'm just uh, wondering if it, it goes up or down. Mine yeah. was, well, what, what are we talking about? Uh, I, uh, <laughs> after the wank, it goes down. But beforehand, it's up. No, I, uh, I, 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 I think I talked about this on the podcast that my uh, libido was mm-hmm. uh, back to its 14-year-old self in the first lockdown. I was so good. not sure. I didn't know, like, I shouldn't, you know. Just like, mm. yeah, I just couldn't function uh, unless I had like maybe four attempts per day. Uh. Whereas now, uh, now it is go- it's broken. I honestly Ooh. am mentally so flat uh, yeah. that my penis is just for urine these days. Wow. It's just to get urine out. Wow. So, Man, it's I weird, am- isn't it? It's, it's like it is the, the brain is the biggest sort of sex, sex uh, organ, isn't it? It's just, yeah, yeah. it's all to do with your mental stress and all that kind of stuff cortisol really, levels i'm sure it's a really interesting time to learn about yourself like i'm still fingering my butthole but oh you know, yeah that's a given well making I, well making tempura it's he's amazed yeah. what he can do in the kitchen <laughs> <laughs> tempura ass uh, <laughs> uh, no but it, it is definitely phenomenal how much the mental space you're in can inform the you know that yeah. side of things i just i just have because no drive because for me, it's it's because there's literally no time. There's also no place to go anywhere. Where, where you are you have... filming this from at the moment? It looks I'm like in you're my, in your. I'm in my laundry. So the janitor's I'm, closet. Yes. I, 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 yeah, I'm in the, in the laundry. Um, um, I've with got all the socks. Might with as, all, as well just use the socks again. All the socks. Yeah. Yes, yes. There's that, or I could use this clean bed sheet. Probably should yeah. do that. <laughs> Don't do that. Uh, um, but no. But it's also the chance of me to do it is is sometimes it, it, a week goes past where I have Ooh. if I have any time. So it's that same thing where it's like it becomes an event, like it plans, and the fact that it is happening, it's like you just build up to this monumental wank where it's like you're having sex for the first time. I've never wow. experienced that. 
ever, only because there's absolutely no time and you don't want to risk it. Uh, God forbid one of your kids come in and go, Daddy, what are you doing? Why are you hurting yourself? I don't okay, can I, put, to... can I put this out there, though? If, if, if it's, if, He's it's unzipping going, himself. Uh-oh. If it's going a week, <laughs> um, wouldn't you then just have sex with your partner? Yes, yes, if she likes me. Yes, yes, that would, that would be great. Uh, that would be... Um, that would, you know, <laughs> if she likes you that week. Yeah, right. if she likes you that week. But also, at the moment now, is that also with uh, looking after two kids and working from home, the mood that you have to then generate for that lovey-lovey uh, time is quite challenging in these times. In saying that, yeah. you know, yeah. it, 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 you're, you're just fine. watching Daniel Andrews' conference and you're like, hey, baby, aren't those, isn't that North Face jacket a bit hot? You, you're doing role play as Daniel Andrews. Is, is that is that two sixty nine? Oh, hello. hello. Yeah. That was a good today. Right. Here we go. Uh, <laughs> it's those oh loads. Oh my god! It's the grimace. <laughs> oh, because the two sixty nine. Okay. Can yeah, I share this? Awesome. This is how grim. Like a friend of mine came up, and like we were talking like over Zoom. We hadn't seen them for a while, and they've got like a close knit community in their street, and they were having this thing that the night before the numbers get released, they all guess what the number is, right? Awesome. And the person who gets to the closest number within 10, uh, the person the week before who won has to bake that person a cake. Oh. What? That's like, fantastic. But, man, anything goes, right? Like, anything to get you through this shit goes. That's what yeah, I say. Yeah, yeah. My instinct would be to try and be judgy about it, but I'm with Ollie on that. Like, it's just, go look, at the end, at the end of the day... Fuck, man. Like, what? As long as you're not physically hurting people, you know, <laughs> like, as long as you're not emotionally and physically hurting people, if you're within a community and you've just got to make the most of what the fuck's happening. And, and I, but, but then, even her, like, even her husband was like, he's like, yeah, at first I felt a bit uncomfortable, but then at the same time, I was like, yeah, but what happens if you get the double? You get the number and the right deaths, you get a free bag of cookies. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, where are we? What wow. is it? What is this? What's the trifecta? Wow! Um, but you have did, you just got to hope the cake or the cookies are good, though, right? But I, I feel like that's the physical I, and emotional torture. My issue with right that there. story is not is is not the ethics of it. It's really the the problem with the game. So if you win one week, you're guaranteed to have to bake the next week. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah, yeah, I yeah. I wouldn't want to win. No, yeah, I'd be like, no, fuck. No, it's all about sharing in the community. I, I baked no, today. No, I, I feel like, yeah, I feel like whoever was last has to bake that person. Right. Whoever was furthest has to bake the person. Who did was you guys? Closest. Did you guys ever watch MasterChef? Did you watch any of that? Did I work I know, on it this I, year? I, mean, I believe I, I did. Oh. Thank you. You did. Oh, yeah. Okay, yes. great. So there's there's a bit I never got in it. They like cooked off, and then four people got to win to cook off again. To yeah. Get I'm like, that seems. Well, so you, if you win, you have to cook again? That doesn't seem right. Yeah, no, it's I called filling so. an additional episode for advertising. Yeah, fair <laughs> enough. <laughs> How many but times can you put that T-file pressure cooker in there? But do you know what's really funny? Because I worked on MasterChef, and then they said, oh, we need it. We need, a, we need a warm-up guy for MasterChef. I was like, this is weird, right? And what? Then, yeah, right. Yeah. And so they cooked in front of a live audience, and then oh. the EP, who I found out later, used to be a warm-up guy, so he goes, hey, look, I know what it's like. It's hard. He goes, I just want you to make them as loud as they possibly go. I want them to go crazy. And I was like, oh, be careful for what you wish for. And he's like, no, 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 surprise me. And I was like, okay. And there's this hilarious moment where there's someone cooking gnocchi and I have people standing up, screaming behind them, cheering out, gnocchi, gnocchi, <laughs> And then the story producer going, we can't hear, they couldn't hear them because, you know, they talk to the camera, like they talk to yeah. the producer off camera going, what are you making? And there's just people screaming food and just going crazy. And then I remember after that cooking session, um, what they do is you go tools down, right? And then I go chat to someone, like, you know, like when the cameras were working, I was like, what have you made here? And on one of the plates, I went, oh, what have you made here? Pick something up from the plate and bit it. <gasps> Fuck. And everyone just goes, oh, no. And I'm like, oh, no. And she's like, <laughs> no, it's okay. You got it off the other plate. It's okay. But she had a panic attack as well. Like, I could have, Whoa. me having a bit of a snack on whatever 
whatever they cooked, which was absolutely phenomenal. I, I was yeah. just like, I could have cost her the job. But yeah, it's pretty uh, great warm up guy. Yeah, yeah, pretty great warm up guy. But it was the weird. So, uh, man, okay, weird. so are you telling me that is the secret to being a warm up guy? Any occasion, just get the crowd to yell gnocchi. Yep, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, yeah. Yell gnocchi. Um, even if it's Ninja Warrior, even if it's the voice. I should have done that even for the if longest it's the project. Kick. It's a good segue. Have you been cooking lots in this lockdown, Mr. Clark? Yes, I'm. I'm a pretty good cooker anyway. But I got to say, I cook. I cook simple, really good, but I'm not good at fancy. Yeah. I suppose, yeah. I, I mean, I wanted to circle back to uh, cooking because uh, to food because veganism. Let's yes. Let's, let's, let's yeah. Okay. First thing I'd say because when did I, it happen and what was the game changes? Because we've the game changes. <laughs> no, no. See, look, I've been sort of like vegetarian from like 19 onwards, you know, on and off, right? So it's always been in my thought. And the simple reason of, I just don't like animals being treated shit. The idea of actually putting meat into your mouth is kind of weird as well. It's so weird. It's like, here's a cow. I'm going to put it in my stomach. It just seems kind of bizarre. And then dairy, I stopped for acne reasons and it completely cured the acne. Or it's, at least the timing was the same. So whether it did or didn't, the timing was spot sure, on because it was sure, like, sure, sure. as soon as I stopped, acne went away. And right. so, um, and I've always just had an issue, yeah, just with the, the animal's welfare and all that kind of stuff. Okay, but, so that but was now, something that was on your mind for a while. Constantly. And at, at times I went through this whole thing of life going, you know what, I'm going to just eradicate any guilt I hold in my life. And that was part of a guilt. So I went, all right, I'll stop eating meat. And therefore I've got no guilt. Great. Um, yeah. So it's all about that um, and just animal welfare. And also now it's about fucking, you know, land space and just, you know, the world and all, everything, you, right? Well, Having so a social you, conscience and, and all that kind of stuff. And so my, I've talked about veganism on this podcast before. And for me, the, I've even tried it for a couple of weeks mm. just to see what it would be a like. A most downloaded and, uh, episode. Is it really? <laughs> <Yeah>. Fucking hell. <laughs> uh, it's uh, it's huge. It's huge. Yeah, it's so funny. It's crazy. But, uh, but it, uh, I admitted that the reason I don't do it is because I value Enjoy the life. taste of meat more <laughs> than I feel bad about the animal welfare. Like I had to admit that's the truth. So for you, was it? Did you ever enjoy eating uh, meat and stuff? Meat like that, is it... so fucking tasty. And I smell <laughs> okay. it, and it's, it's so delicious. No, it's delicious. It's yeah. amazing. Like, and I I miss it constantly. But right. I love animals, and I can't them now wanting to put one in my mouth like yeah, yeah, that yeah. i literally when i get the craving i'm just like well i can literally it's probably that i'm just hungry more than anything so just eat something right. and the craving my, will go away. my sister-in-law who is a vegetarian all her life just mm-hmm. finds it repulsive because from a from a very young mm. age the idea so even things like mock meat and all that stuff is just yeah. gross to her because it's been yeah. so conditioned she's so conditioned to believe that meat's yuck and i and i can i can relate to that or i can you know get a sense of that when you're in a different culture mm. and they're eating a type of animal that you're not comfortable eating. It's the same for her with every single creature in the world. That's amazing. You know? Yeah, and I've, I've often thought if I had kids, how would I bring them up? Like, no. I would wanna, want them to not eat meat. And, you know, there's case studies of people that, yeah, like, like you said, Dil, um, people who don't eat it growing up and they're kind of, they're fine with it. I think it's more that you've got friends that would be influencers. You go around to a friend's house and they're cooking meat. So it's like, well, what do you do in those situations? And right? that, that's, a really, that's a really good point because I was originally vegetarian as a kid because I didn't like the taste of meat. It was never because it right. was... It wasn't, yeah, yeah. it wasn't a thing. It wasn't until I got older uh, that uh-huh. I was like, oh, actually, sausages are quite nice. Like It was, it was down yeah. that path where I was like, in the meantime. But what's interesting is when we talked about veganism last time and Dill tried it for two weeks and I, I didn't try it because it's just, you know, changing a diet with kids is just crazy. But what it did cement the fact is we only eat meat maybe once a yeah. week. Maybe once or twice a week. When you hear what other families eat and what the main mainstream Australia, it's meat every night. Mm. So oh, I just yeah. I just think at the moment now that I like to think there's a push that is less meat because it'll take more pressure off the environment and you know whether you feel cruelty to the animals like that is all legitimate but it's the same thing it was like well where does it really sit with you and I reckon mm. if we all like eat you know like this week yeah. like we had our meat tonight and it's just that same thing it was like oh well we had um what, what do we have we had chicken uh, we had chicken. Oh yeah, chicken meatballs. We had chicken meatballs right. uh, with um, uh, oregano and I think a little bit of broccoli. And so we was like meatballs. Kids loved it. Something new. And then mm-hmm. the next time we eat meat is maybe if it's a treat and we get takeaway. 
But that's it. Great. And so, Ben, so the next couple of days will be like, what What would the dinners be like? What would you be eating? Oh, should I get the meal plan? Should I get well, the meal plan? Well, just give us a rough... I'm, I'm just trying to get a sense of what the... Uh, so, uh, the next meal plan, I think it's uh, pasta and pesto with corn and cherry tomatoes. I believe Ooh. that's next on that. Right. So, so, so you're still doing dairy, I'm, I'm assuming, right? Uh, yeah, especially... Uh, yeah, I guess so in the morning. cream, milk. cheese, milk. No, no, it's just the milk in the mornings, really, with the porridge. Ah, okay. Um, and then so that seems be... like such an easy sub out as well. You could sub oat milk in there and it'd be yeah, absolutely different absolutely. for a while. And, and then it, yeah. and also oat milk is probably the best out of all of them because it it's uses, definitely the best. Yeah, you, it uses the least. I mean, it still uses a lot of water, but a lot less than almond milk and rice milk and all. But those you guys. know, milk takes up more water. So there's that. There's that too. You know. But if you were to find an alternative, yeah, uh, that's the least damaging. Like if you're going to go down that path. But um, so then soup, what, uh, pumpkin. What about for, forget environment? Uh, because I've only got, you know, a couple of years left to live anyway. But if I was talking about, sorry, in terms of the milk, just while we're on that, uh, is there, what do you boys know about what's a good substitute in terms of high protein, low fat or low, you know, those types of things? What's the best one in terms of pound I, pound? I reckon like, I, I don't even think about nutritional value in the substitutes. I just don't bother, right? Because it's you're just, already substituting. Well, it's just like... It's not going to have anything compared to what milk has in terms of fat and protein. It's just going to be pretty, pretty nutrient deficient oat milk. You know what I mean? Like it's just oats and water. I don't. I, I just don't factor that into a nutritional thing. It's just like okay. I enjoy it in coffee, and it seems to be the one that seems the creamiest to me. So that's that's all I'm going right, for: right. pleasure rather than nutrient. Value. Same. And right. me, and me for me, it's taste. Like yeah, so, taste. so yeah. So for me, it's it's the almond milk because I generally like the taste. Um, yeah. And it's something a bit different. But again, it comes back to like I used to drink. Oh, I'd have to. I, I'm going to put it with everything. I would go personally maybe through five, six liters of milk a week. Right. Easy. Easy, yep. mm, yeah. and just because I love the drink, I could drink a liter of it. Like it's my favorite drink in the world. But now yeah. it's the same thing with the meat. So what I do is it's almond milk with my smoothies, and occasionally mm-hmm. if I want to treat myself, I will make you know an iced chocolate with normal milk. So then I yeah. generally appreciate the taste a lot more than when I used to just guzzle it down when I was hungover. Yeah, true. So, yeah. Do you like, find though now that you're not sort of drinking it as much, when you do taste it, you go, "Fuck, that is milky." Oh. Uh, it's no, got that no. real kind of milkiness. Like, it's a bit no. off-putting. For me, it's really off-putting, but it's like... Oh, yeah, no, for me, it's just like, oh, bang, like, I'm a kid. Like, I'm just genuinely mm. enjoying the taste. It's what I've been hanging for. Like, yeah. it's amazing. Like, I was actually even comparing it, probably because I haven't drunken so much, but it's like that same thing where if you have... It's been ages and you're just drinking beer and you're on it, and then at one time you just have like a, like a, like a, like a, like a white Russian. And just enjoy yeah. that taste. That's what milk feels like now. When I have yeah. a milk, it feels like it feels a bit fancy. Like 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 a bit like a. Ooh, like, but that's good. That's a good way of looking at it. I reckon in moderation. Yeah. So I'm just trying to reduce it, and especially now, like even with the kids, like it's mm. like my, like my daughter doesn't like milk. We don't quite mm. understand. And Tao could just have it. You know, um, does she into like it. cocoa pops? She loves cocoa pops. Oh. So what does she have that with? Yeah, yeah, she does have that with milk. She does have that with milk. Mm. So it's what one of the other, but muesli, oh no, like you know, yeah, a glass right. of milk, disgusting. Yeah, no, oh, a, I love a glass of milk. Oh, man, yes. I used to love Big M's. Big M's, I would Big pound M's. Big M's Fucking so best. hard. Yeah, but also Strong, cocoa I pops su- are, I think. Now, I, I'm, I reckon they're not vegan. I've had a look and going, they look vegan, but surely they're not. Yeah. It's probably something to do with like the white sugar has been bleached yeah. by bones or something, right? Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but what a great Alexa. dessert. Is Cocoa Pops vegan? Brilliant. Hmm, I don't know that one. You bitch. It's a tough one. It's a tough one. All right. She's doing the best she can. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're fine. So so Cocoa Pops doesn't feel like it's vegan? Uh, No, I had a look look at the things on there and I couldn't really see anything that's meat or dairy, you know? Uh, So the first Google result... um, is uh, Kellogg's vegan cereals? Mm-hmm. Uh, there is apparently, yeah. What's it on? Might be okay. Yeah, see, that's. I feel like it might be okay, but I so reckon. Un- but something... the problem is the website is kellogg's.com.au. Oh, yeah. that's so, right. Yeah, you don't. So, want to that. so according to them, these are the uh, the vegan uh, cereals. They have the old mm-hmm. brand: Apple Jacks, Cocoa Pops, Corn Flakes, uh, Frosties, Crunchy Just nut. Right, Crunchy Nut. They're all vegan, bruh. There you go. But there's, I just, I, I read They'd something. 
like last They'd be week, running a real risk if they aren't vegan and they're claiming. To well, be yeah, vegan. because anything with like white sugar or raw sugar apparently is like affected by bone. Yeah, bleaching, right? That. So now that technically is not vegan if they're using Just that sugar. So it's like, ugh, it's so complicated. But and um, honey, honey's off the cards. Cocoa Pops is giving me bone. Honey is off the cards, and I there's a bit of me that doesn't quite understand the honey thing, but yeah. I'm just not eating it anyway. Because, man, I love maple syrup. Like, if I'm going to... I've been making pancakes a, a lately, substitute. and I've been just... What a substitute. Whoa, drowning it in maple syrup. It's the best. It's, it's so phenomenal. So, Ben asked about cooking. So, yeah, what's, what mm. is the type of cooking you're doing Oh, these days okay. With, so, with, um, let's, say, let's say I'm trying to drop a bit of body fat at the moment. So, fasting, doing the 16-8 fast, which I find nice. is great. So what, what hours do you do? Yeah, I stop eating at 6. Um, so night, you're back at, again at what? Night, at 10, 10. 10. See, that's, and that to me, your majority is sleep. You've got that little bit of hunger craving just before you go to bed, but I don't like sitting on a full stomach before I go to bed anyway, so it kind of works fine. Yeah. And then it's like it's not long after I've woken up before I can eat again, and I'm really excited about that because I love coffee. We can do the black coffee, but then it's like I, just, I love eating, right, especially in the morning. So um, I'll just do toast, avocado, Vegemite kind of thing. Um, but this morning I had... Um, Butterbean And I laugh only because I was watching some boxing this week And I was watching There's a boxer called Boxer Butterbean, Butterbean but yeah. anyway, sorry. You, you know um, how he got his nickname Because he lost like 100 kilos Only eating Butterbean or something like that. Yeah. <laughs> And he looks like a Butterbean He yeah. looks like so, so anyway So this morning I had like Butterbeans and black beans Mixed with fake sausages um, With half an avocado A whole tomato Some sriracha And some broccolini fried with garlic powder all in this man it was just such a nice it just it's so wholesome and so delicious but i gotta say all the fake meats is i consider junk food like it is yeah but it's a good source of protein and i think getting your protein as a vegan is the hard bit so that was going to be a question for me as a gym guy as a a, you know uh, obviously we're talking a little bit about physique about Mm. you know abs and all that with your protein intake how mindful do you have to be about like yeah, getting well, that right amount of protein. In I'm your trying as a vegan. to. I find it way harder. Like if I just went, man, if I could just go. Was that eat. a pun? Way harder. W H E Y. Well, it's but that's not vegan. He's working when that's he's not, not even working. But but there are vegan substitutes to whey powder, right? Or, uh, yeah, yeah. So called, I just uh, go. I go like this pea protein powder from um, Terra Madre. Kmart. Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> it's right next to the whites. <laughs> I pick up my weights and my pea protein powder all at once and just put them on my long bar and like, <laughs> <laughs> that's, how you, that's how you get your pea protein is it you just put it on your long bar, long bar. <laughs> um, see you next week mr clark <laughs> um so yeah every week i get uh, no but the pea protein so i just put in a smoothie with blueberries and water whiz it up with a whizzy stick and yeah. um, so I could do two of those a day, which is technically like 50 or 60 grams of protein. Right. And that's a good little so base, that, you know. Yeah. That's what you want. So then you, you, you want 70 a day. Like one, one chicken breast is like 60 grams of protein. Bang, Crazy. But then, but then, you know, my toast in the morning, I look at that. It's got like 15 grams for two slices. So that's not bad. And then there's Ch- the chuck pea a raw protein. Egg. Chuck a raw egg in there. Yeah, that's vegan? that's vegan, isn't it? So, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, <right>. <laughs> <laughs> it's an easy one to forget that one. <laughs> yeah, Very exactly. easy. But, um, but then no, it's um, so tofu. Hard tofu is is definitely a thing I hit very hard. Um, tempura, you go down the tempura. Don't do the tempura, but I do stick my thumbs up or fingers up my bot. Yes, bot, bot. Anyway, <laughs> in call back back to the tempura conversation. But um, no, that's tip. Oh, I said no, no. What's it? No tempeh, tempeh. That's what I mean. Tempeh. Oh, you know, very funny you say that, and we're talking about assholes because te- tempeh looks like something that's been sitting in your colon because it's got that bubble. I know. It's got tempeh. that bubble. <laughs> I gotta be honest all with I can you. think of is colon. That's all I can think of. Uh, good luck to any one of our, all our vegetarian listeners, yeah. Yeah. listeners who do love tempeh. Right. Next time you're enjoying it, just. Yeah, who are listening to this luck. and frying up some tempeh going, oh no. Oh. <laughs> like, you've really got to, yeah, you've got to chop it up. You've got to do good stuff to it. But here's my dinner, right? Which, which I find is a good one for. So I'll fry up some, with a bit of oil fry up. Some uh, tofu, and then I'll put like a couple of capfuls of soy sauce on it and get it embedded in there. 
So yeah. and that kind of acts like a meat, and it's pretty meaty with that soy on it. And then I just mash potatoes with heaps of garlic and steam some broccoli, and that is a garlic, meal, and like proper really garlic, real garlic, or garlic powder, garlic. Curves. No, no, no. I it's funny. I I always use real garlic, and my girlfriend has just put me onto garlic powder, and it is changing my world. Because. I'm with you on this. It's she my she world. put it on her broccolini. I was like, "What the fuck is on this? This is insane." She goes, "It's just garlic powder." I was like, "Without oh. the re- without so, the re- without the reflex of no- like we get like we used to get yeah. reflux. We love garlic, and now we've got oh. little garlic kernels and the garlic powder. Since right. we got rid of the garlic and onion, no more reflux. It is is that just- maybe because it's the um, um what's the because sh- it's a real sugary garlic's really sugary, right? Oh, yeah. mate, it's just glucose it's- got heaps of glucose in it. It, 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 it oh. used to, it like since we stopped like we barely buy garlic like we yeah. only have it if we're really sick or something but otherwise it's I, just uh, I chuck a bit of I do garlic powder with my uh, when I'm seasoning my chicken breast and stuff like that or Beautiful. my fish Yum. but what how do you guys do it with the uh, veggies that's the first time I'm hearing of that so literally what I'll do is because I don't like the broccoli kind of cooked too I like it a bit crunchy so literally yeah. I put it in a fry pan uh-huh. with a bit of water so it kind of steams and gets it a bit moist. And I literally just shake the garlic over there, chilli flakes, a bit of pepper and salt. A bit and of oyster sauce. <laughs> Once oh, again. Yeah. Oyster. Oyster. Yeah. <laughs> ben, do you know what vegan is? Why don't you, why don't you dribble, drizzle some duck fat? Drizzle duck fat and then scoop the some foie gras with your broccoli. <laughs> It's just the every, worst of all every time I'm just like, yeah, oh, and this. Oh, yeah, and no, this that's right. yeah. And this. But that's that's the worst thing about being vegan. You go to go, oh, I'll just do that, and you're like, oh no, because it's got that in it. Right. Did it get easier after year? I'm assuming there's a transition period that's a bit challenging that makes you might not t- want to keep at it. But I'm assuming yeah. for our listeners out there who are thinking about becoming vegan, mm. maybe you can give some guidance or some hope that just, down the track yeah. it becomes. So second nature. Yeah, because that's what it is for me now. It is absolutely second nature now, where I won't even think about it to, unless I smell it from somewhere. So, but um, I, I think over the years I've gradually lessened it, and that's been the conditioning, you know. Oh, so, okay. but just because I, I wanted to just get rid of it out of my life, but then I, but then literally it has been the workouts and weights that has brought it back because it's like such a protein-filled thing. Rod, um, what do you mean when you say brought it back? What are we talking about? Well, let's say if I'm trying to build some muscle or something, like chicken breast is just was too easy, you know, yeah, as a yeah, protein yeah. source. So, well, I guess you know, in, in terms of those, what, so what is the advice then for anyone thinking about oh, it? Is I would to say maybe start small. Yeah, scale back. Just yeah, a bit by bit. It's like you know, as Ben was saying, if you do it once a week, do that. I mean, yeah. I, and you probably find you probably already do do that shit. I'm no, I'm yeah, no true. expert on this, by the way. This is just what I'm doing. But no, no, like, but that, I mean, we none of us are experts. Generally, it's always nicer to speak to people who aren't experts because yeah. you know you're coming at it from a where yeah. most people are, where you yeah. kind of just yeah. you know you've had this idea of wanting to you know, be vegan or be less cruel yeah. to animals over the time. And so the fact yeah. that you've done it for a year now is definitely what chatting about your experiences with it. Yeah, I reckon, like, yeah, it's definitely doable. And I think the um, the hardest part is sometimes I want to, you really want to wrap your chops around something. And as a vegan, there's not much that you can eat that is so chewy that, yeah, really got to like. What about corn? Corn on the cob? I do like a cob, but it's not that. It's bread, not like that. bread. It's- it's bread, the I think, is, yeah. Bread is like for me is the one thing that kind of makes up for it. And I think that's why, like, you know, you can see sort of overweight vegans. It's probably because they just go nuts on bread, bread and fried bread and butter and pudding. Shit, right? Oh no, Sorry. Well, butter. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. Hey, can I just say, even 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 as a non-vegan, I would never eat bread and butter pudding. What's with soggy bread? Seriously, mate, fucking gross, mate. Okay, so so Stevano, I had it for the like oh, for the first time a couple of nights ago because my uh, grew up with it because it's a real working right. class dessert because it was just like you didn't have much, you just had leftover stale bread, so yeah. you just covered it with like just milk and butter and until it was soggy. And then did it. And at first I was like, oh, this is going to be no good. But you had a bit of cream, a bit of ice cream, all vegan. Don't get me wrong. It's actually- <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Just so uh, this is, I'm, I'm a couple of days off my cheat day, so this is killing me right now, hearing all these sweet uh, treats. What, so. are you, what are you now doing for your cheat days? How much? How many calories? Do you count calories or do you just go fuck it? I count calories eating. for the rest of the week, yeah. but not on cheat day. Because yeah, okay. basically the counter stops working after certain days. <laughs> <laughs> you can't count that high. Looking at it going, yeah, it's broken. <laughs> it's broken. What's, what's your go-to yeah. straight up for the food? What you, as soon as you wake up, what are you, what are you hitting? Uh, so I have a routine with the cheat day. I kick off with uh, with grapefruit, uh, get, get that nice little insulin uh, 
uh, Kerber. Oh, that's and healthy. Then, and then line it with, uh, oh, sorry, the other way around. And I have eggs and, and uh, spinach. So yep. you got to line your guts up ready for the punishment ahead. Uh-huh. So it, it's a plan. It's a very much a... So the eggs are there just to bind. Is that the well, most, it's just there is to, 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 to line the stomach up. To is bind it, it and, yeah. And a high protein as well, you yeah, know, okay. because you're about how, to How disappointed to, were you're you with to to that answer? Yeah. How disappointed were <laughs> you like, grapefruit, spinach? I'm like, what well, fucking... I was very disappointed. Everything sounded very healthy then. I was like... Yeah, yeah. But then we, well, you and I, we, we we had quite a few meals in Thailand together last year. Yes. And you, you saw what a cheat week looks like. Like there's oh, no Oh yeah, that's right. There's no Fucking rules. Hell. Like you you I, I had breakfast, I'd leave and you're like, I'm going for breakfast. I'm like, I'll join you and I'll yeah. have breakfast again. Yeah, you and it was like <laughs> it was like there was all there was two plates of fruit. There was yeah. a lot of that because I love those that, that tropical fruit, but also there was like Fried noodles and chicken curry at breakfast. It, and that's I'm like, true. Of course, I'm gonna fucking have that. You were doing and it. Yeah, it was it was mental. Like, that's the thing. It's like oh, I those are the days. Time, when you I, know. Travel, <laughs> I know. I know. Well, actually, that was the Thailand was the last bit of meat I ate. I gave myself one allowance on that trip just to have one bit of fish. Yeah. So I did that, and that was the last bit of meat I've eaten since. So. And plus, you know, it's also that thing is it's it's a lot harder when you're when you're in a place like that that you know to well, try and find vegan options. True, totally find... okay. It's not too bad actually. Yeah, yeah. It can I'm... get a, it. It can get a bit boring. Though. It just gets boring. I think that's the problem. Right, like it just right, you're just right. like, oh, really? Am I having the fried right. rice with peas again? What but that's why the hotel breakfast is good, right? Yes, there's so much yes. option, and it's fine. Yeah. So, is there a thing called vegan croissants? Yes, there are. And they're, to be honest, not bad. But I, I don't know where I can get them from. I remember there was like, it sounds awful. But just what? not having butter in my life just sounds... You know Isn't what I bought this week? the main ingredient? I bought, yeah, it is. But no, but see, I bought something called Nutalex this week. And I've normally hated the taste of it. But I'm it's like, I'm at that point where I'm so, like, yeah. maybe I'll start using it. Oh, because I had... Nutalex a- is what I was doing at the first lockdown, <laughs> but it's kind of dried up. <laughs> Second time. Well, I think I bought the extra creamy Nutalex. So maybe <laughs> oh, well, you're second. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> so this was like more buttery Nutalex. So I'm thinking this might yeah. do the trick. But oh, so, so I've always seen Nutalex. It's a great tub, isn't it? No, it and and uh, it's square. Is it still square? Square. square. Yeah. Yeah. So is that? I've never looked into it. So is it like a really a, a vegan mm. option for? Butter? Well, yeah. Yeah, I think it was for the people who were lactose intolerant years ago. Like, Absolutely. I think it's been around. I swear it's been around since the eighties or something. But this is the thing. This is the thing. I reckon because Nutlex has been around since the eighties, and they went. Mm. They went. We've got to be different because we are different. Yeah. So they've gone the square tub. Yeah. Now, if you go into the if you go into the freezer, I reckon it's put every other brand off because there aren't any other square tubs. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. everyone's just like, if, I reckon a lot of people just look at Nutlex and go, "Oh no, no, don't get that, don't get that, that's square." No, no, yeah. no, no, stay away. It's the no devil's, way. the it's devil's. They're butter. really bucking the trend, being square, and fitting the round circles <laughs> of butter. Like, but we're going to make our own space here. I think margarine is technically vegan as well, though, isn't it? Oh, it's got a yeah. lot of preservatives, though. Isn't yeah, it? But, it's, but it's just a mixture of veggie, sorry, oil, uh, veggie oil and stuff. Margarine has yeah. officially been taken, uh, has been banned in the USA. Like Ooh. they've been given three years or something like that to right. to phase out because apparently it's so unhealthy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, and its original color is black. Isn't its original color is black? I thought it was like grey or something. That's what I heard. Like it's like, and they have to put so the it's color whitewashed in. as well. <laughs> Just yeah. when you didn't think it was unhealthy. Uh, um, we got to wrap it up. Man, we, let's start wrapping up. Ollie Clark, mate, thank you so much for doing this. Thank you. Hey, can I just um, ask you guys, Do you, one of my favorite exercises is a pull-up. Do you guys do pull-ups? I wish I could do a fucking man, I've been doing it the whole time while I've been doing this part. Yeah, I've noticed. <laughs> so, like... uh, I don't have the strength to do a pull-up, but I, 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 I was building uh, to it. Actually, that's not true. Last year, towards the end of 2019, uh, I was able to do one. But see, that, that's that fine because it's like, I, I obviously weigh, I think I'm down to like, I'm 71. So that makes sense, right? If I had your what? added... You're 71. 10... 10 kilos. No, I'm 41 age, but 71 uh, uh, kilos. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, but if I had, say, Ben's When he was talking about his 70-year-old dad, he was actually referring yeah. to himself. It was a very fat, fight club scenario. But if I had Ben's extra 40 kilos on me, I couldn't do a pull-up. Yeah, but also I would say you're stronger than me, plus right. you're, you're uh, 10 kilos lighter, so mm. it obviously would be actually, more maneuverable. Well, yeah, I do, I do put an extra 10 kilos on a backpack and do it. I do oh, that. Well, so that's nice. Yeah. Yeah. So you are definitely stronger than me. That's what I mean. Well, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. If you're putting 10 Hey, no, but, but remember we once had an arm wrestle and you beat me. 
Did I? Yeah. Oh, that was, was a that, crab Was leg. that before or after you kissed? Oh, fucked. I can't uh, remember anymore. <laughs> right. I remember that crab lab arm wrestle thing. And Greg Larson was the one that I beat that I was most proud of, I think. Ah. I oh, think that's I right. I that much. whole phase of everyone arm wrestling each other and then Maloney taking bets. That was a weird time oh, yeah, in comedy. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did Maloney take It was a weird oh. time in comedy. Oh, right. <laughs> it was a weird time in comedy. It was a very weird time. <laughs> that has to be in my drinking days, I guess. Uh, yeah, I think it was. Just just before you'd stopped, so yeah. yeah, yeah, probably before we had that. All right, crab well, Ollie class. Any any other questions for us? Because every time you <laughs> seem to have more questions for us than we. Uh, we got we got to wrap it. No, We're way over time. We're over time. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Right. But uh, what do you have to plug, Ollie? What can people check out of yours that is out there? Um, what do I have at the moment? Well, currently I'm remixing a an album I put out a few years ago. That will be coming out very soon. Remixed and re- remastered. So that's that's kind of what's coming up at the moment. Is that a Hula Hawaii Girl? No, this is an album called Strangely Familiar. Full of original tracks, but they all sound strangely familiar. <laughs> I love that. Obviously you can't see live comedy anymore, but when mm. live comedy is happening, Ollie Clark is genuinely, genuinely one of my favorite shows oh. to watch every year. And you know it's Out true, Ollie, because it's I can't... I came twice one year, paid for my own ticket and everything. Yeah, to, because, because one of my favorite things to do is to introduce uh, my friends to Oliver Clark. It's like, yeah. oh, if you haven't seen Oliver Clark, can I be there with you when this is oh, happening? Oh, man, yeah. And, and I love, I, I, you're one of the few comics that I think, Ben, you'll agree, that have a particular style that lends itself to the rewatch. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Most of us who do jokes and stories, <laughs> the surprise factor is gone. But with your style of comedy, there is something about watching it over and over again and and you might be one of the most referenced or quoted uh, uh comedians <laughs> in the scene as well with things like oh yeah. happy days and, you know but um yeah. unfortunately and, but so is there comedy stuff out there that people can see uh i mean your youtube your youtube video clips are so funny yeah so, so. check it check, just go on the youtube because i was doing a little series there in COVID called lounge, lounge singing with oliver clark where i was covering um doing the sort of the richard cheese thing where i was covering popular tunes in a big band style so the i best. will come back with the second season of that i think um but the the video clips for the original songs are up there as well and yes the hula hawaiian girl is almost like a tourism video of hawaii so it's, oh, a, right a, it's an eight minute clip which is essentially a tourism <laughs> video of hawaii full of interesting facts not necessarily hey, true hey waves hawaii i wish that's good it's good it's good <laughs> all right awesome benny for us we've got fitbet patreon uh which is patreon.com slash fitbet pod please uh keep the shekels coming in you guys have been lovely uh, and also a lot of people uh who are we've had a lot of uh, recent joiners who it's okay a lot of people uh join with the two dollars and then change to the five dollars and then they realize they can get the bonus uh app so just so you know five dollars that's when you get the bonus app so just Ooh. a reminder if you're going to do it, just go to $5 and then you don't have to change it twice and go through the whole rigmarole. Uh, $5, become a squash dog. And uh, yeah, next ep, next bonus app will be coming up soon. Yes, <laughs> excellent. Ollie Clark. Uh, oh, and also for me, yes, my uh, any of Ollie's fans will come in. Uh, Bundle of Joy on Amazon Prime and Audible. Make sure you check out those stand-up Ooh, yeah. specials of mine. Uh, otherwise, folks, uh, please, thank you, Ollie Clark. Thank you so much, guys. Was, what a treat. Um, Absolute treat. Thank you. Can we, can we, can we go out on an all happy days? That's Certainly a can. personal request. Oh, happy days. <laughs> <laughs> thank you very much. Oh, <laughs> yes. Uh, thank you so much. Thank you, everyone. Bye. Bye.